Hello and welcome to the Irish Arsenal Gunner podcast. It's Monday the 29th of November. I'm your host, Gilesy as always. Um, I'm joined this week by my regular guests and Arsenal season ticket holders, Eamon Donnelly, John Melia and the return of the Mac himself, Brendan Boyle. H- how are you, lads? Eamon, okay. Danny. Even Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't know why that's what gets me after about two months. Ah, it's windy out there tonight, there. The cats are little there. The cats' ears are blowing away there. <laughs> and that's only he's only having a cup of tea, listeners. So, uh, yeah. stone cold sober by now after Bo's defeat and the. Um, you can catch other episodes on SoundCloud and also on uh, you can catch going back as far as when we started Force with me, John and Brendan uh, and thankfully Eamon has joined us along the journey as well so it's nice to have three uh, different voices on with um, uh, top opinions may I add from uh, three top Arsenal fans as well so it's a pleasure to be joined with them every every week Um, on this week's show we'll be Reviewing our 2 0 home success against Newcastle on uh, Saturday afternoon. Uh, we'll also be previewing the upcoming fixture against uh, Manchester United on Thursday um, with a new manager on board, Ralph Rannick. Um, so we'll be previewing that one. Um, and also we'll be doing our usual uh, compare the month for November as well. Um, so I hope you enjoy the next 30 minutes or so in our company. Um, so we begin with the review of our 2-0 uh, home success against Newcastle. I have goals by Bukayo Sacco and Gabriel Martinelli sealed the victory. Um, sometimes in the first half we had uh, Martin Odegaard's free kick after 18 minutes. That was well saved by Dubravka who I isn't enough game for now. It could have been a lot more than two 0 only for him. Um, on the half hour, Mark Shelby had a long range out, and that was again superbly tipped over by Ramsdale, who's just having an outstanding um, campaign for us uh, to force. Once career has just been outstanding, in my opinion. Um, yeah, he had another solid enough game on Saturday as well. Um, first minute, Smith Rowe had a header. It was pammed away by Dubravka. And somehow Aubameyang managed to hit the post with the goal gate. I don't know how he misses. Um, thankfully, in the second half, uh, Saka buried a, a shot low into the right corner of Dubravka. It was good build-up play, uh, and particularly with Nuno Tavares linking up quite well that far up the pitch. I thought he had a decent enough game to Tavares compared to last Saturday against Liverpool, um, where he had a shocker. Um, on 65 minutes then, there was a top point. Um, Tavares' heavy shoulder on Wilson uh, was a possible penalty for Newcastle, in my opinion. I don't know how he wasn't given. It was a heavy shoulder charge, but we got away with the other referees probably would have given it. Um, the 66 minute then a delightful chip by Tommy Asu for uh, Gabriel Martinelli. He was only on the pitch 93 seconds. Uh, took his goal really well and I was delighted for him. And then in the 89 minutes, there was another one um, which I thought should have been a penalty. Uh, Lascelles just took out Martinelli with a shoulder barge. I don't know how that wasn't given, but thankfully the game was well and truly past Newcastle. And 
uh, a good three points and a good victory after the hammering we got last weekend against Liverpool. I don't want to go to Eamon Donnelly. He was at the match. He, he, he would have had a better perspective on it. Um, how did you see the match, Eamon, from your uh, live vantage point? Well, I just opened my eyes and it was in front of me, Jonathan. Um, <laughs> I had a great seat um, in the East Stand on the halfway line, 15 rows back. Probably the best seat I've had in in, in, in a long time. Um, and to be honest with you, like the first half, we didn't pull up trees on Saturday. You know, um, we weren't great. Um, the first half, in fact, we were abject. Uh, and when, when I say abject, I mean everything was done too slow. The defenders were walking out with the ball, taking too long to distribute it. Um, it was just, and I don't mind going across and back the pitch. You have to do that to, when, when somebody sits in a, in, in, in a deep block. Um, but you've got to do it a lot more quickly. You've got to do it in two touches, not three and four and five touches. Um, but something happened with that Smith Rowe header and the Aubameyang uh, miss because uh, Arsenal dusted themselves down. And just before half time, it was coming uh, and everything was done a lot quicker. Uh, I thought um, uh, in the first half, obviously, Nuno Tavares was, was a huge threat. Um, but also, uh, I thought uh, Sambi Lakonga uh, each time tried to get some forward passing going all the time. Tried to pass between the lines. Uh, I thought he was very, very impressive. I was disappointed with Thomas Partey again. Um, I, I don't think he got on the ball enough. Um, but again, I mean, Newcastle were wolf. I mean, they, they, they were shocking. You know, they, they, um, well, they've got nothing. They really don't, you know. Um, uh, in fact, I said to the guy beside me who was a died in the wool season ticket holder, home and away merchant, I said to him, you know, I said, aside from a, 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 some mad shot from John Joe Shelby or something, I said, we're not in trouble here at all. And lo and behold, what happens? Aubameyang again gives a five-yard pass away. A shocker. And they break down the pitch and, and Ramsden makes that save. And the one thing that brought home to me, there's a big question mark over Aubameyang, whether he should be starting, because he's not contributing anything. No. You know? I mean, he's running around and trying and putting pressures on the ball and all, but he's not getting on the ball. He doesn't link up play anyway. And if he's not scoring, uh, he's not at anything. And I think there's a serious question mark over uh, his continued uh, uh, start and birth. Um, but look, the second half, uh, it was coming. Uh, we, we were very energetic. And uh, when Martinelli's goal went in, it's the loudest roar I've heard in the stadium since Danny Welbeck in the in the, in the 95th minute. And the place just erupted, probably because it took everybody by surprise that he just, you know, kept his eye on the ball and did it. Like yeah. everybody was, every, you know, everybody's looking at Wayne from to take it down. And he just he just went for it. And he was really brave um, and the place just erupted. So, look, it was a good day's work. Uh, if you'd have said to me that we'd have got 23 points out of 10 games after the start we had, we'd have been all over it. Um, you know, uh, if we if we can get, if we can bring home 12 points from the next six games, you know, 70 points is going to get you into the top four this year, folks. You know, uh, that's less than two points per game. Uh, we're on 23 out of 13 games. We're not far off that mark. So... Uh, we're in a good position to be competitive with the next six games is going to tell a lot. But as I said, we were average on, on, on Saturday, but against that lot, 
um, you know, uh, we didn't need to be anything more than that. Yeah, Newcastle are struggling badly. I think they could go down. I, d- I don't think even think the January transfer window will save them because um, I find it very hard who would actually join them. I know they've got all the money now in the war, but it's just really a bad team there. They look, the heads seem to be gone. Um, so it's a big job for Eddie Howe, but anyone who takes on that job is fighting a losing battle. Um, I'll go to Brendan since he's rejoined. Uh, what was your view on it, Brendan? Well, I was at the game as well. And uh, like Heyman says, it's it was very uh, very abject first half. It was painfully slow. Um and the two guys that he mentioned, their um, party and Abamyang, I thought were, were absolutely terrible. Party, especially, just wasn't doing anything, wasn't contributing. The defence, solid, solid as as they are, were really, really slow passing that ball. They were t- they were nearly getting intercepted a number of times. The ball was being passed so slowly to them, and they were standing still, taking it, standing still, passing it. So things. Things definitely improved in the second half, but um, it's as as I said, we only needed to be average because Newcastle were that bad. I mean, they had Saint Maxime, who is who is a threat playing so deep. It was just a waste of time. So he was just running into bodies. Whereas if he was up at the last man, he he would have caused us problems because he is he is a, a decent. Well, he's fast and he's direct. Um, I was I was glad to see. I, I liked I liked um, Odegaard. He was always showing for the ball, maybe a little bit too much at times. He wanted he wanted everything to go through him, um, but I like that. And it, it's something I'd like to see Party do a little bit more. Is uh, is actually try and get involved because Sambi was getting involved. He was looking. He, I think he always looks to go forward. To be fair to him, but Party just really. For somebody who I really, really rate, really disappointing, and that's not the first time that's been said. So, but I think at the end of the day, we we did a job. We, what we had to do was freezing cold, raining, miserable sort of sort of day. But they they were uh, we were utterly professional. I thought and delighted to get, delighted to get the three points. Yes. After the, after the weekend beforehand, yeah, I would have taken a 2-0 um, any day against Newcastle. Um, John, what was your take on the match? I uh, can't really disagree with the boys. Um, we spoke a few weeks back about, you know, we felt there was something in this hand for the resilience. And we'd see more, we'd, we'd be able to kind of do it after they lose again. Um, I know you probably couldn't have picked better opponents than Newcastle, but uh, it was a job done. Um, Eamon said that the first half was very slow. Now, Newcastle, they, they set a stall out early on, two banks of four, try and catch it on the break, long ball forward. Once the weekly came close to having a little bit of success with that, but um, it was always a case of just picking the pace up, getting more movement. And as Eamon said, for a half time, and definitely after setting in the second half, you, you saw it. And that's where the goal came from. Um, even when Martinelli came on, he, he was moving into that space before Tommy Asu even got the ball. It was a brilliant bit of movement by Martinelli. Tommy Asu did well. Great um, place for Martinelli. Um, Saturday was just about the result. It really was. After the defeat against Liverpool, um, the young players on headlights at some stages at Anfield. But Arteta kept faith with them. He 
kept Tavares in, he kept uh, Latongan in, and I thought they rewarded them because um, they played really, really. Um, as the boy said, professional job. Roll on United now on tour. Um, was who was uh, your standout player uh, for Arsenal? Um, who, who stood out for you as your man of the match? Me, uh, hey, Sammy. I thought, you know, I thought Sammy was superb in midfield. Sammy Latonga. Eamon, who was your man of the match? Oh, the Tavares all day. Um, he was uh, okay. So he 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 had a few part of Harrington efforts on goal. <laughs> Um, you know, and it, it, but uh, I mean, just have again. I was having a chat to a lad beside me, and he said, "He says, I fucking love him. I love him. He just, he, he just, he's just a bundle of energy going forward. Um, he's hard to deal with. You know, you don't know whether he's gonna come back in and and, and and play a little combination like he did for the goal, or whether he's gonna get outside you. You know, um, he, he definitely. I mean, how unlucky must Kieran Tierney be to be out of the team?" You know, one of the yeah. best fullbacks in the game. And, you know, Tavares was just... I'll tell you what. When Arsenal were, had no energy, he was a bundle of energy. No? Yeah. He's my standout player. Yeah, he was, yeah. And I was watching match of the day because I didn't... I was actually only really going on the highlights because I was doing a half marathon um, on Saturday morning. But... Uh, a match of the day, Michael Richards was raving about him, uh, the way he got up and down the pitch and on. He was involved in a lot of the attacking play, especially that he was a part of the assisted the force goal for Saka. So a big improvement from last Saturday, but he's been pretty, <coughs> he's, his pace is raw and he's definitely, um, he's definitely exploded on the scene. I didn't, I didn't think as quick he as the um, can you hear us Brandon no can you hear us Brandon yeah yeah who was your man of the match Tavares as well to be honest I didn't yeah. before the game. I didn't think he was going to start. I thought he'd have Tierney back in, but he was as he was all over the place. He was attacking, and he's he's a unit, and um, he was just going at them every time. He was it was amazing to watch. He was so good, apart from the shooting, as as we mentioned earlier. But if we can cut out the silly shooting from him, he's almost the perfect fullback. If if he gets a wee bit of experience and like Kieran Tierney was warming up in front of me with a t- with a t-shirt on and um, shorts, other guys were there with hoodies and snuds and such and so forth. And you know, he, you could see Tierney was itching to get back on, but I don't know. I love, I thought maybe he's say, saving him for the United game, but it's really going to be difficult to drop him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I definitely think um there's a talent there in him. Um it was it's hard to really uh, I don't know who I'd probably give man of the match to Tavares as well because 
he was he, the way he got back at Cannon Wilson, um, which and then on another day could have been given in as a panty, but I thought it was a fair shoulder charge himself, I, I, and um, he, he got back really well in defensive yeah, situations. Thought, Jonathan, that was his one big mistake in the game because his positioning was bad to allow that to happen in the first place. Uh, so that he does come with a bit of a warning sign, uh, you know, one hoof out of the out of the back, and he was he was he was he was caught flat footed. Um, I'd, I'd worry about that a bit, but you know, when you have young, exciting players, these things are going to happen, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we lie fifth lads with um twenty three at the moment. Um, to go well. Um, going well in the first half of the season, usually November, December uh, is usually um, our touching months, but we know European football it's definitely see a big difference, you know, playing week to week. But that's going to change obviously in December because it's going to be midweek to Saturday, so that'd be a test of the squad and the squad's depth. And yeah, we get on, but um, there's many pictures. Mond of definitely uh, change if an injury or two pops up, so we'll see how we get on. Um, we move on so uh, to preview um, this Thursday's clash away to Man United. It's on at a quarter past eight to be on Premier Sports. Um, it won't be on Sky or BT. Um, we, we won one nil last season. There uh, was the first time since 2006. Was it? I think. Um, so we won it off Trafford uh, Aubameyang with a penalty um, you know you'd have a new manager of course Ralph Rannick uh, he managed uh, RB Leipzig um, a few seasons back um, what would your take be on the game John what would you like to see um, um, I, I, can I, see, I, I can see a victory have, myself but oh, I, I don't want to heavily criticise United, you know, but they've been really really poor they really have Um. Up until the last couple of weeks, he haven't played Jordan Sancho, and that that just hasn't made sense to me. And it's no surprise that he's come in the last couple of games and actually scored. He's a really, really exciting player. Um, our problem is goals. Like I mean, we could easily take on United in midfield and show the game, but it's just getting the goals. Um, United showed a little bit of backbone against Chelsea. Um, Chelsea should have won the game. He's enough possession and half decent chances to win the game. But um, it's it's United. It's Old Trafford. Her record up there is terrible. We just you know you knuckle down. If we win, it's it's a fantastic result. Um, we're in we're in competition with United for these Europa Europa uh, Europa spots. Um, it's, United do have a lot of talent. You just don't know what to make. I really don't know what to make. You know they've been really poor this season. But it wouldn't surprise me if they turned up or something. I don't know whether that's just the uh, the pessimist Arsenal fan because we we've gone up there before being a little bit optimistic and come back with our tails between our legs. I think we have it to beat them. Definitely have it to beat them. But we need to be on our game. Definitely need to be on our game. And and I'm disappointed Sancho is actually getting games now because I think he's a real real talent. What do you think, Amy? Yeah, um, I, I was I was going I was going to touch on that point. Um, John, about that because I mean we're actually on our longest in my living memory unbeaten streak at Old Trafford. Uh, we've drawn two and won the last oh, oh the last yeah. three games. 
we've had a two all and one all and uh, and a one nil and probably should have won all three games, you know. Yeah. Um, but so my take on it's this: I, I think if you look at Sanchez, you see, it depends on what it depends on what he wants to do. Does he want to kind of give them possession of the ball and try and hit them on the counter? My instinct on this one. This would be time, in my view, to play both Tierney and Tavares, because I think I think Tierney um, would be a more solid option uh, in 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 handling Sancho, right? And I think then to get them on the back foot, I think uh, Tavares could play a bit further forward and and drive at them, because they're weak down that side. That uh, Juan Basaka is you know is, is harebrained. Do you know what I mean? Um, and you know, somebody mentioned how quick uh, Tavares is. Tierney's actually the quickest player we have. So you know, um, I, I think it, I, I think it, it would be worth that tactical manoeuvre to do that, um, because that's where their threat's going to come. I mean, you saw the pace of Sancho uh, when he got away from Jorginho yesterday. Jesus, he was like he was gone, like you were saying, Bob. Um, I suppose it depends on how brave we are. You know, uh, but really, you know, you've got to be looking to Thomas Barty to get on the ball and dictate Fred. You know, you really do because uh, their their central midfield is not good. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, yeah. You don't know why like you're going to get from United at Old Trafford as well. You know. Yeah, that's a big loss, isn't it? Would you like to see um, Martinelli start instead of Aubameyang? Would that be a... Uh, I don't think he will. He, he, did, he did. He did. He, you see, if Saka, if Saka is out, yeah. I think he'll go with Martinelli on the right. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a real live wire, though, Martinelli, isn't he? He keeps defenders on their toes. Um, He's just direct, you know. But I'm very, very happy with Tammy Asu as well, a fullback. You know, we've got we've got a good... We've got two good fullbacks there to complement the two centre-backs. So... And obviously Ramsdale having an outstanding season. I'm not really too worried, but you just don't know what you're going to get with United. You know, um, Ronaldo's always a threat. Whether he starts is another thing, but I'm sure he will, because um, he, he has a pretty decent record against us. But um, uh, I think pace against the they're not great. You know, they're not great this season at the back. They're leaking a lot of goals. It wouldn't surprise me if we sneak a 1-0 or a 2-1 victory there. You know, I am pretty confident. So uh, saying that, I did say Aubameyang was going Saturday and <laughs> he didn't get a chance. What would your prediction be, Dan? Like, would you like a draw or just... Draw would um, obviously be... A draw, a draw would be terrible, but um, I, I think we have it in it to beat them. I mean, I'd love a 1-0 to Arsenal. I really would love a 1-0 win to Let's be honest, it, it, there's something sweet about beating United, especially at Old Trafford. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I just, we, if we turn up, we can beat them. And um, so I'm, I'm going to be optimistic and go for the 1-0 there. With my fingers crossed and looking at it too close, you know, two fingers in my hand, fingers over my face. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll, be, I'll, I'll keep my fingers crossed we can get the 1-0 win. Well, would you like to see uh, Eamon on Torsley? Well, I know what I'd like to see is a 64 0 win, but like, um, what, what, what I'm, what I'm likely to see, I think, I'd be more, and I, 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 I think a draw is probably the most likely result. Um, 
You don't the manager team, yeah. Like the, the, these, I, I know both clubs have slipped uh, from where they were, you know, 15, 20 years ago, but these are big, big games and teams tend to get up for them, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so, like, coming out there with a draw wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, I have to say. Um, but, you know, it depends. It, it depends on how brave we are, really, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to. Um, I can I can see what sneak a victory there, but it's a new manager thing there as well. The bounce back effect, you know. Uh, we we'll see how long, you know. We we'll see how we do usually with a new manager. Uh, there's only one. There's only one ball on the pitch there, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> we and might I, see an outstanding performance by Thomas Party and all our worries. I, I, I want you to know about my. Moment on Saturday where I had a if everybody listened to me moment. Um, I said to the guy next to me, um, I said, mate, this game is made for Martinelli to come on. Um, just before he came on, and on behalf of the show, I said to him, you see, if every if everybody listened to me, mate, everything would be okay. <laughs> so just re- representing the podcast uh, in, in in the stadium. Um, there we go. You know. I yeah. could just see. And the other thing, the other thing I wanted to say was, don't underestimate how Tomiyasu's discipline allows Tavares to charge forward. Yeah. Because his natural instinct, if, if that was Hector now, sure, Hector be legging it up the other side, you know, hoping to, you know, Tavares just tucks in as a tour defender and everybody just moves across, you know. Um, and and you don't underestimate how, look, nearly everything we do goes down the left. Um, uh, un- unless, as I say, we get Smith Rowe turned and he finds Saka out on the right hand side, you know. Um, but I think Tommy Asu's discipline and his instinct is is very good, you know. Yeah, as you, as you said there, we've got um, pretty decent record lately at Old Trafford, so um, to get a to get a victory there. That's Thursday night at a quarter past eight on Premier Sports um, for Irish viewers. And I think it's on Amazon Prime as well. I think they get um, two slots there coming up to Christmas now. So, um, Are you going into the club? To watch tor- no, I'm visiting the friends up in Dundalk, so I'll be watching it up there, unfortunately. Okay. Letting us down again, John. Sadly, I'll be doing night pack work, so I won't even get to see the second half. <laughs> Um, I, I think we've lost Brandon, have we? We lost Brandon. Yeah. yeah. yeah we've lost Brandon. So that's um, that's the preview of Manchester United uh, game. Um, so do we get a? We'll be reporting back on a victory, uh, in Rannick's first game in church. Um, we move on to goal of the month um, for November. There was, of course, only three games in it and three goals. <laughs> uh, Smith Rowe's goal against Watford. Saka's goal, of course, against Newcastle United. And Martinelli's goal against uh, Newcastle as well on Saturday. So I'll go to Eamon Force. Your goal of the month for November. It's, it's Martinelli because, you know, um, I had a great view of that because, I, I, I was, as I said, on the halfway line. So... Tommy Yasu had just moved ahead of where it was sitting. So you just see the ball being lofted over and you just don't expect him to take it the way he did. Uh, it was an incredible piece of uh, improvisation. 
Uh, and I, I, that was a great goal. Great goal. You know, I saw him gone with that one. Yeah, it was um, it was a cracking ball from Tommy Asu, yeah, down to down to literally from the fullback position straight down to you. Um John, your goal of the month for November out of three. Um, since we're completely spoiled for choice, I'm gonna agree with Eamon. I thought it was a superb goal, superb movement from Martinelli. Great vision from Tommy Asu and a fantastic finish. So Martinelli gets my vote. Yeah, probably go for that as well as 93 seconds after coming off the bench and to have that to have that vision and alert to be so alert you know it takes five ten minutes to get into a game so you know, he's, he's, he was really on the ball and uh, a great assist by Tommy Essie as well but, but what you don't see, what you don't see on the highlights clip is there was about 30 passes before that yeah where we kept the ball yeah 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 kept the ball yeah I agree with you Sambi Lakonga had a really good game you know, I thought he, he, the way he passed the ball as well was great. He's really grown into that uh, midfield position really well alongside um, Party. Um, Clear the month candidates for November is Aaron Ramsdale, who had a, another solid month. Uh, Nuno Tavares, I'll stick in there just for his performance against uh, uh, Newcastle yesterday or on Saturday. He thought he'd done really well. Uh, Taki Hero Tomiyasu, I thought has had a good, decent November. Bukaya Saka and <laughs> Thomas Party, who stuck in there. Your player of the month, John, out of them five. Out of them five, are you curious? Out of them five, it's Ramsdale, but I can't believe you haven't mentioned Smith Row. I, I just had to leave him out because he's been in every player. And he deserves to be. I think he's been terrific. And it's goals we need, and he's avoiding goals. <laughs> No, he's, he's been, been okay. He, hasn't he, set he, a warning he just needs to keep doing it. Saka adds that to his game. It's a great young squad we're building. The next two or three yeah. years is going to be really exciting. really is. Um, Eamon, out of those picks, your third one? I can't remember the five you said, but my third one is actually Sambi Lakonga. Um, and I'll tell you why. Um, so if you're right off the Liverpool game, which we all did last week, because apart from Ernan Ramsdale, you couldn't pick anybody. So yeah. if you look at the other two games, he drove us back into it against Watford. I mean, it was his tenacity that opened up Smith Rowe's goal. Um, and I just thought he was superb then the weekend. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, on the base that was only three games, it's a small sample size, but um, I would I would say Sambi Lakonga uh, for player of the month. Yeah, my player of the month. Once again, we'll go to Ramsdale. Absolutely superb against Watford, uh, Liverpool, and Newcastle. Uh, he was superb. What he had, to, what he was asked to do, he done, and that's what that's the most important part. He's going to be, he's going to be the most sought after keeper after this season. Trust me, lads. He's going to be the best keeper in Europe. Uh, I know in his luck, he'll probably have a stinker of a. We drop for the rest of the season. <laughs> um, on to uh, yesterday's FEI Cup final. Uh, Eamon was at that as well. Uh, I thought it was a top top atmosphere. Uh, near to close to full capacity at the Aviva, which was nice to see for a Dublin uh, FEI Cup final. Um, I thought it was a good spectacle. What did you make the game being there, Eamon? Well, first of all, I'm absolutely devastated 
that my beloved Bohemians lost. Um, but if you can take that disappointment away, um, I had my brother-in-law who's English. He's a big Irons man, a West Ham fan, but he does visit the Arsenal quite, quite a lot. Um, I had him with me on his first League of Ireland experience. And my fear was that in the first half, it was so tense that a game didn't break out at all. But the second half, well, it was it had plenty of mistakes and all that. A game broke out. And I have to say, for all of these naysayers who say, sure, League of Ireland's all about hoofing the ball up the pitch, there was none of that carry on. Okay, so, you know, there, there wasn't a lot of goal mouth action in the first half, but everything was, the teams were trying to play the right way. And uh, the atmosphere inside the stadium, um, despite the incident in Irish Town where there was a few numbskulls, um, the atmosphere inside the stadium was sizzling but friendly, you know? Uh, it was all a bit of banter and it was uh, it was a great day out apart from the result. You know? Yes. Quality goal from Chris Forrester though, the way he ran that pitch. No, well, extra time, some legs on him. You know? Yeah, I like Ross Herney. Ross Herney is a good player for um now he's gone to Motherwell. He means, is he gone, is he? He's gone to Motherwell, yeah. Are, are they losing any other players, John? I'm not sure. Do you know of? I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I, I can't see Dawson the boy being there. Yeah. Next, you know. Um, and you not know. And George Kelly is yeah. gone. It's, it's sad. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so it'll be a relegation scrap next season. Sadly. No, 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 no. Um, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why it won't be. <laughs> because Bohemians, Bohemians have a, a, a formal relationship with St Kevin's boys, so the standard of player yeah, that yeah. is phenomenal. You know. So there'd be no relegation. Yeah. 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 John, what did you make of it? Did you watch any of it? Um yeah, I managed to get home from book in time to see the bulk of the game. Um the atmosphere yeah. came across TV as, as absolutely spectacular. Um as Eamon said, I thought the first half was two sides two sides. I thought Pat's had the best of the possession, but it looked like two sides really just sizing each other up. Um it did come to life in the second half, there were some chances. Um, I'd be a Bowers man as well, and I was really disappointed to see them nil, especially after getting a bit of a head start in the in the penalty shootout. But uh, I think great away for the League of Ireland, absolutely fantastic away for the League of Ireland. And uh, what did uh, your pal, your West Ham mate, think of it? Did he enjoy oh, the game? The spectacle? He, he had a terrific day out, man. His first thing was, you know, I want to go to a home game on a Friday night type of thing. So yeah, there yeah, you absolutely. go. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a great yeah, advert. Um, the game like that. Yeah, it is a great advert. And it's great to have it at the UV stadium as well, you know. It's great because a lot of them players will never get the to taste. Is, the great um, the great irony of it was, internationally, you know. The great irony of it was um that we used to watch the egg chasing and you'd see the, the crowd in the rugby uh drinking beer and we'd always say how come we're not allowed to drink beers because we're all ruffians yeah. there and yeah because of covid you went out and got a point and they were saying no drinking in the concourse you have to bring it to your seat was <laughs> 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 that you know <laughs> it was beautiful to see because i haven't seen anyone drink that point <laughs> i don't know the drink was 
Again, I don't want to be condoning drink uh, on this show, um, but there you go. Yeah. I 100% encourage drinking when you're watching a leg of iron and arson. Yeah, it'd be nice to see the semi-finals actually taking place at TV, but I think that'd be something like they do at Wembley for the FA Cup. It'd be nice to stage them as well, you know, to give it a bit more exposure, but... Um, We'll allow me to continue, hopefully, to get crowds ongoing now because that's a nice taster um, to see near, to, near full capacity after the last 18 months everyone's had. So, uh, yeah, it was really good. Um, was anything else um, football related or arson related last year? Like the mansion or anything about this Borders Club? Not particularly, no. Um, what- I uh, I attended my first Arsenal supporters trust meeting um, the other night. Maybe I'll, I'll I'll talk about that again. But that was that was interesting. Um, we had Adrian Clark, uh, a former player and uh, commentator on Arsenal.com. He was uh, right. he, took, he took the football side of things, and then there was a couple of other lads talking about fan shares and golden shares and uh, the the voice of the club and that. It was good stuff, you know. So. I'll be, I'll be attending future meetings now, you know. That's good to hear. Okay, so on that note, we'll wrap that up for this week's show. Um, I'd like to... Eamon, John, Brandon, for their participation. Thanks. So have a good week, and we'll see you again next week.